0: Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW, 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVB Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3, The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at fight for you that is the title of one of his songs on his album silent war that um we have put into our new documentary shot dead brad of five times august is joining us today to talk about the state of the music industry why he seems like he's one of the few that spoke out during the mandates and how he got to that point in his life what his personal experience led him to do and how he's now continuing to um you know to hold people accountable, to speak out through his music, because we all know how powerful the entertainment industry can be and how it's been used against us so much. Um, lately the american people you know people worldwide and there are still it's the music industry is not in 100% compromised. there are still some good souls out there that um, haven't completely sold themselves for cash profit into the um, big entertainment giant and brad of five times august is one of those he is calling people out in um, their absence from speaking out in the entertainment industry over the past couple of years with everything that's that's been happening in his new single, Ain't No Rock and Roll. We're going to talk to him today and his also his connection with Ernest Ramirez, the father of 16-year-old Ernesto Ramirez Jr., who lost his life to the shot, who is featured in our documentary, premiering on November 9th. You can go to Shot Dead dot org right now to view the trailer sign up to put your email in we will send you one email letting you know 24 hours in advance the link to watch our premiere live on november 9th and if you're happen to be in tulsa Please go to shotdead.org, purchase the ticket. We want to see you there in person. Brad is going to be there as well in person um, at the premiere. So we are just so looking forward to fellowshipping with him. And we're going to give you um, an insight into his story here today on Faithful Freedom. This episode is brought to you by Cardio Miracle, a vitamin D and nitric oxide solution that supports better cardiovascular and overall health for your gut, your brain, your muscles, your skin, your hair, your heart, your whole health. Learn about John Hewlett's discovery at cardiomiracle.com. This episode is brought to you by The Carnivore Bar, providing a fuel source for ancestral carnivore, paleo, and keto eaters who value their on the go autonomy without sacrificing quality nutrition. For 10% off, use code WE the Patriots at carnivorebar.com. That's WE the Patriots with an S at carnivorebar.com for 10% off. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom, This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Brad, thank you so much for joining the show. You have been so generous with your music and loaning it to us for the documentary and for partnering with We the Patriots USA. So just thank you so much for everything you've done.
1: You got it. Thanks for having me today.
0: Absolutely. You know, kind of take people through how you got to this point in your career. Um, you know, you're an independent artist and um, you've been featured on MTV and um, even Laguna Beach. And I was familiar with your music and your name prior to, um, you know, seeing you as a part of this movement to, to help the vaccine injured and the vaccine lost. And um, so, I mean, you were pretty popular uh, in the music industry, relatively speaking
1: yeah um, you know I started five times August when I was 18 and right out of high school I knew that's what I wanted to do and, and uh, just you know started playing coffee shops and doing all that stuff but I, I had my first big break um, getting discovered by a music supervisor for MTV who ended up placing a whole bunch of my songs on different reality series at the time this was like 2005 mm-hmm. Um, And that led to me touring colleges and and universities for probably about 10 years before I became a dad. Then I became a father um, and my headspace musically wasn't really so much love songs anymore about breakups because I was married and happy. So um, (laughs) I started a, a kids music project called the Juicebox Jukebox in 2018 and that was a project that... I recorded at home with my kids and um, started making these little videos for them. And I wanted to make some like um, good quality kids music that was really pure, no agenda. Um, that was just like fun for parents to listen to, just as much as the kids. That wasn't like annoying fluff, but just you know had substance to it. And that's that's what I was doing prior to 2020. Um, that's where my my I was devoting all my time. And then once 2020 happened, um, you know, my, I guess, expectations of what, where we were as a collective, as humanity, sort of fell by the wayside where I'm sitting there watching so many people that, you know, you expect to not comply, start complying with all these things that were taking place. And um, I was thinking about You know the world that was taking shape for my family, for my kids, and I knew I had to kind of step forward and speak up. Um, There, there was that driving me, and then just the fact that none of my musical heroes were speaking up um, and kind of looking around, going like, "Really? No one's gonna like release a cool protest song about this or something?" Like, just that's what you
0: guys in the music—that's what rock and rollers are (laughs) supposed to do, right. right? You're supposed to be the the ones rejecting the the mainstream and being the rebels.
1: Right, exactly. And, you know, I was never like super Mr. Rock and Roll. I was just a Mm -hmm. clean cut singer-songwriter guy. But all of a sudden, you know, I sort of put on this Bob Dylan mindset. You know, I always say I put on my Bob Dylan shoes and started writing these songs. And that let me know, you know, immediately. I, I did lose a bunch of fans that had been with me since the beginning. Uh, but then all of a sudden I started making this new fan base that let me know that I wasn't alone in in how I felt. And I felt like I needed to keep writing these songs and documenting these times through music. Um, and uh, I've just, it kind of changed the trajectory of what I was doing. But I was, I was completely shut off from creating for you know about a whole year throughout 2020 not really knowing what what to do or say about this and and once i did uh just opened the floodgates of of this whole path which which is a beautiful thing because a lot of a lot of great things have happened over the last three years that never would have happened it's the silver lining i sort of keep calling back to now is that there's a whole community in place of freedom fighters and truth seekers and people that want truly a better world for us and i think that this time has really brought them forward
0: and you've been able to raise uh, so much money through some of your record sales for silent war that you've generously donated to react 19 which is a wonderful organization that is helping to advocate and find solutions and uh, justice for those that have been injured and and killed by the shot and so that's just been wonderful but i'm curious when you're telling you know you you mentioned how in 2020 there was a time where you um you know didn't know if you were going to speak out how you're going to speak out what was that um moment or Uh, you know, time that really solidified for you that you were going to step out?
1: Um, So I started 2020, you know, when we had two weeks to slow the spread and everybody was staying home and just Mm kind of like wafting through this weird time, just going along with it. Uh, I was doing I did a little series of parody songs just for fun that I, you know, just did out of my kitchen. And it was funny for like the first couple of songs. And then like, you're on song 12. And you're like, we're three months into this thing. (laughs) And so like, I was like, I I, I, like, I don't want to this isn't funny anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I just sort of, honestly, sat Um, I was posting more and more. I I started doing that before I released. um, The first song I released was called God Help Us All. And um, I just, I was kind of voicing my opinion more than I ever had before online, which really showed me who my friends were real quick because as soon as it's, it's like I always stayed in the middle behaved myself just let everybody have their opinion I'm in the music industry I know all kinds of people from this side and that side um, and music's supposed to bring people together and so the irony is like you know the moment I started putting a little bit of my own opinion out there um, you know that was not allowed, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get in these little spats online. So that sort of inched me closer to just being like, you know what, I should say something. And really, I sat and and prayed on it. I didn't know what to say, and and that's uh, that was sort of a spiritual partnership. And why I ended up writing, "God help us all," because that's where I felt we were at. Is like if you look at the world, we really don't have much. More of an option than just to get back to our faith and praying and and um, so so I released that song and um, That really told people where my heart was on this situation, and it was really eye-opening to see people, you know, not even want to have a conversation about it, but slam the door on me that had been following me for years. But um, like I said, there was a a beautiful new group of people coming in to say thank you for saying this, because that's how I feel. So, um, you know, that's how this, I've written these songs over the last couple of years, is basically through just waiting for them to be delivered to me in a, in, a, in a way, instead of sitting down to write a song I don't want to write a breakup song like I used to or something like that. Now, I sort of just, you know, there's so much happening in the world that I kind of sit and pray and say, well, what do you want me to write about? And that's what I'll write about.
0: Wow. Prayer is so powerful. It's such a powerful tool. And um, it's really amazing to hear your testimony on how that's transformed your career path. We'll talk more with Brad of Five Times August in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. But first, You guys know that we have this awesome new partnership with the wellness company. They were formed by a team of doctors, including Dr. Peter McCullough, who is in our new documentary, Shot Dead. And they lost their jobs, many of them, for speaking up about the vaccine and pushing back. Well, they have a truly revolutionary supplement called the Spike Formula. It's the only product that contains ingredients researched to block and dissolve COVID spike protein in the bloodstream. Whether you've had to get the shot, you had COVID, you just never fully got over it, or you're watching the research pour in about vaccine shedding, spike protein is a serious concern. And while we don't really know what the effects are going to be for years to come, there is something you can do now. Protect yourself with spike support daily to come back spike proteins and get back to your pre-covid feeling go to twc.health wtpusa and use code wtpusa to save 10% at checkout that's twc.health wtpusa code wtpusa for 10% off and now we welcome back Brad of Five Times August to Faithful Freedom with Taryn Grigson. He is here helping us to talk about our new documentary coming out on November 9th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's going to be there for the live premiere. That is the hometown of Trista Martin. She lost her life at age 18. She's featured in the film. And November 9th is the one-year anniversary of her death. And and so, Brad, you know, it turned in – it it took on this new form, right? You're talking about how you've, you've had and allowed the Holy spirit to kind of direct your music and to use it for good and speaking out and, and to helping people who feel like they lost their voice. They don't have a voice and what happened to them. Um, I know you've worked really closely with vaccine injured and, and developed a lot of wonderful relationships with them and they feel like they've been, they've been marginalized. And, and now we too are finding out about all these people and we're, we're, just focusing solely on these children and these babies that have lost their lives to the shot. I mean, at first, you know, you were talking about doing parody songs and then it wasn't funny anymore. And then we're talking about a greater cultural um, and spiritual battle. But then there's that very real reality that people are living with these injuries and people are dying from this.
1: Mm hmm yeah I mean these are the stories that should have been at the forefront of the last three years um, and instead have been ignored and you know the people that come out and and share their their stories are slandered I mean you can speak of the music industry look at Eric Clapton as a prime example who um, you know everybody knows Clapton we all grew up with his music he went and did what he thought was right uh, had a reaction to it and then you know all of a sudden he's a conspiracy crazy you know labeled by rolling stone and and also a racist by the way like they just sure. sort of trudged up all this stuff because he went against the narrative and and that's the example that they try to set especially anybody um who would be considered a slu- a celebrity so um you know the average person who has had a reaction to the shot, you know, they're being sent this message that, you know what, like you're on your own. And um, it's it's shameful. And I've I've done my best to sort of do that. I spent a lot of time on Twitter calling out musicians that maybe have made a Pfizer commercial or something, asking how much they made for the commercial and if they'd like to donate it to React 19. Just to put them on the spot. I mean, um, there are a lot of people collecting money on the backs of these injuries and deaths. And so uh, we cannot, I don't feel like we can move forward until we actually have the conversation, hold these people accountable and have some trials.
0: And we'll talk in a little bit about how the entertainment industry has really been compromised and, um, you know, very much shifted since we were talking about the the glory days of rock and roll uh, and the rebellion that came with that. But, you know, you've You've donated so much of your time and including, you know, upcoming for our premiere to, to go to these events that do help to give these people a voice and that, that, you know, honor the vaccine injured and lost and people that are searching for answers and these freedom fighting events. What has that been like for you personally to be on the ground um, and seeing just the emotional and physical trauma that people have experienced through all this?
1: so my oldest son um, who's 11 now was injured by his early childhood shots and we went down that rabbit hole a long time ago which um you know long before covid we had been following um you know chd and watching the high wire and we were we were in the medical freedom movement already and so you know that fight was already personal and then you know watching this all come into play on a on a larger scale with so much uh propaganda behind it and then um seeing little you know one by one you you sort of meet these people ernest ramirez was the first person i first story i heard at at the first rally that i played in austin texas and and those stories hit you in a way that um no argument about data or statistics can can hit you you know these are first-hand accounts it's not like oh well i have this graph or oh this doctor says otherwise this is their testimony of what has happened in their life from it and these are the stories that can actually change people's opinions which is why they are censored and suppressed so much so um you know just as i was meeting the injured over the last couple of years um you know and seeing how they've been treated, treated and coming from my own personal experience it just i i felt called to to do something about it and continue leaning into it and and start calling out others that have enabled it so um it just feels part of part of my purpose i guess
0: it's really inspiring to see that you know you taking action and and you really leveling with with people both personally with your own story and then um, with others and that's exactly our motive behind this and our prayer behind this documentary shot dead is that this is really diving into the humanity we're we're going into the the homes of these families that have lost loved ones and they're sharing intimate details about the last times and moments that they saw their children. And that's, we agree that is how the humanity, because the humanity was lost in all of this. People were resorted to being lab rats and numbers in a system and um, either for or against the narrative and, and not just, and not looked at as people anymore. And so that's really, um, that's our hope is that we people see the humanity in in these uh, individuals and what they've gone through so we'll talk uh, more about that and and brad's personal story and the music industry in general in just a moment here on faithful freedom with taryn gregson But, of course, we have to let you know more about the premiere coming up on November 9th. Not only are we going to see you guys in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the live premiere event, but this is going to be available live streamed on shotdead.org. You can go there right now to sign up to get an email link for this. And, again, we're doing this because... We need to stand up for the kids because it takes everyone. That is a quote from Ernest Ramirez, a father himself that has lost his 16-year-old son to this. This is why we are standing up. This is why we're asking you to join us. And the best way that you can help support this is just by sharing it. Help us to beat censorship. This is going to be available for free for everyone after the live event on November 9th on demand. Um, Anytime after that, you're going to be able to go on there, watch it, share the link with your friends. Welcome back into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Brad of Five Times August joining this. And, you know, Brad, you mentioned your personal connection to the medical freedom movement and your son's um, vaccine injury from the childhood vaccines. And it's something that we also are really trying to shed light on for people that we hope that they not just question COVID, but that they question the the whole schedule and the judgment and the safety and efficacy of, of all of it. And Um, You know, I'm sure that's maybe something that you're seeing when you're on the ground, too, is that is that people are really starting to question more than just the COVID.
1: Yeah, I think the COVID shot is like, you know, the beginning of a thread, a loose thread on Mm -hmm. a sweater. And once you Mm -hmm. start asking questions about that and realize what's taken place with that agenda, you start you can't you have no other option than to be like, well, if they did it with this then did they do it with that? And, you know, you start to see at least the doctors and scientists on our side of the aisle have to go back and sort of reverse engineer everything they've ever been taught. And um, that's interesting to see. Um, But, you know, it's another silver lining, I think, that's come with this with this whole era of time is that it's woken people up and as dark and as as sad as it is it gives us a chance to reevaluate everything that was hidden in the shadows that from us before so we can um we can figure out how to move forward um from here
0: if we kind of look back over the past couple decades of the music industry Do you think that it has been um, a fuel for, you know, the narrative and and people and, you know, selling out for fame and money, which has been a part of, you know, the entertainment industry in general since the beginning of time. But did you see a real shift from people being those rock and rollers, those rebellious spirits and to a let's jump on with the narrative and whatever the music industry is telling me so I can be famous. And, um, you know, just being used as tools and in the big machine, did you see that big shift or was it just really not apparent until COVID?
1: I don't think it was apparent, Mm -hmm. um, until COVID on, on a blatant scale, you know, you'd Mm -hmm. see somebody every now and again, maybe do a commercial and you'd sort of laugh about it or something. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, the song that I have out now, Ain't No Rock and Roll, is basically calling all of them out, which that song was inevitable coming from me because it was it was one of the things that drove me to speak out, like I had said. But, um, you know, not only did did they not speak out, but if they did over the last three years, it was completely for, you know, the joke became rage against the machine is now raging for the machine. We had artists and bands segregating their audience based on vaccine status. We had, um, you know, uh, Pfizer commercials being made. John Legend um, is still out there. Just the other day, I saw him on, on like Good Good Day, Good Morning America. I don't remember which one it was, but he's he's sitting there talking about how important it is to get your your COVID shot and stuff, um, and just even just now, I saw Ice T, the rapper. He's doing a, a flu shot commercial, and half of the commercial he's reading off the um, important safety information. It's three and a half minutes of Ice T, you know, this this rapper thug, right? Rock star rebel kind of celebrity, um just reading for three and a half minutes um, important safety information about your your flu shot, and so. Yeah, this, this shift has happened, but I think it comes with, um, you know, just people in industries finding a formula to things, right? They, mm-hmm. Over time, it's like the, um, the grunge artists in the early 90s. You had like Nirvana and Pearl Jam who re- were really against the man, right? These were the anti-establishment rockers. And now Nirvana is nothing more than a t-shirt at Target which is, you know, you just, you go and you get that little happy face circle logo of theirs and it's cool and it's just a thing. So, which is, which is the complete opposite of what they represented back then. So over the last couple of decades, you know, I think that that formula has sort of shifted where now it's, it's not cool to be anti-establishment. It's cool to be pro-establishment you see it with like you 2 getting government awards and bonos at every single government sort of thing and i don't know how we got there but um there seems to be something in play where it's like once you reach here you're now in this you know uh stratosphere of celebrity and you have to comply with what the agenda is
0: Yeah, I think that, and it's not just with celebrities, it's with athletes, it's with anyone really that is is politicians that is experiencing that fame. Because once you get that fame, you don't want to leave it. And, um, you know, there's just a small, I think we've been exposed to the fact that there's just a small group of people that are allowing um, those to, to rise to the top. And so, you know if you want to hold on to that fame or continue to to increase your fame you have to go along with that otherwise they're going to push you to the wayside but I think, too, we're in a really neat era in that you can be an independent artist, you can be an independent creator, and you can get your stuff out there. And we're seeing, you know, we are seeing some people like yourself, Jimmy Levy, for example, others that are going against the narrative, staying away from the the entertainment, you know, signing those big contracts with, with people that make you follow those narratives. And they're seeing some, you know, they're seeing some success by um, yeah. trying to actually be a true voice for the american people
1: yeah there's i mean there's a good crop of artists rising up um, mm-hmm. from the ashes of all this who have been brave enough to speak up jimmy's one of them high Rez is one of them actually this band this is a new band that's out called the defiant which is basically a super group of guys that got kicked out of their bands it's got pete parada in it from the offspring who's a drummer he got kicked out because he wouldn't get the shot the lead singer is Dickie Barrett of the mighty, mighty Boston's who got kicked out of his band for not uh, getting the shot. And, um, you know, it's a super group of, of talent and um, it's starting to cover a, a lot of genres and a lot of uh, and accomplishing a lot. I mean, when I put out my album Silent War last last year, um we got to number five on the Amazon charts next to Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen. And I have a zero dollar budget. So it's a true testament um, to what we can do when we all sort of rise up together and, and, and attempt to change culture together. We just have to have those tools. And they're all coming in play through like Jimmy's music, like I said, or like Tom McDonald's, another one, Bryson Gray. Um, and it's, it's really exciting to see because, again, it's another it's another uh thing that didn't exist three years ago that now exists and these are the this is the real deal you know I was talking about it the other day that we're taking the illusion of the world that we once thought was real and now we get to actually make it real so I get to take all the things I loved about rock and roll and then actually do the real thing with it which is exciting
0: Oh, that's so exciting. That gives me so much hope because, you know, I have to say, therefore, probably the last five years, even prior to COVID, to be honest with you, I kind of fell off of of listening to to music to popular music you know i was a big you know you're talking about the offspring and all these different bands that i grew up listening to in the 90s and um you know i loved music and i fell off of it i i was just listening to podcasts and to christian radio which is great obviously listening to to um, worship music is wonderful too but i'm like man i gotta get some like Real first of all, some real good music, because I think we lost good music there for a while and some, you know, things that weren't just propaganda tools. And so this is just really exciting to hear from you. Um, you know, this new this new um you know, trend in music and how we actually have some awesome talent that are, that are speaking out. So we'll talk in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson about the future of the music industry, what that can look like and how people like you can help to shape that here in just a moment on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Today's case spotlight with We the Patriots. You. Welcome back into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson presented by We the Patriots USA. Brad of Five Times August, whose song Fight for You from his album Silent War is in our upcoming documentary, Shot Dead, premiering on November 9th for free um, for everyone to be able to watch and Brad, you know I love that we are seeing we're seeing a shift in you know I myself I'm from a journalism background I was in sports media until the mandates um, kicked me out and so I was also in the 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 entertainment industry and you know journalism and podcasting and alternative media and whatever you want to call it is also in an exciting time I believe it's a difficult time but it's an, it's an exciting time and I feel like the the music industry is in that position too what do you what do you see as the future of the music industry
1: I think the entertainment industry as a whole the traditional one that we've all sort of grown up Um, absorbed in that's created pop culture is on its last legs i think people are tired of being lectured by mainstream hollywood and award shows that don't mean anything and all the fluff that's coming out in in music that doesn't have any substance so um you know there's a reason why artists like myself or like jimmy like you mentioned or bryson are starting to uh actually compete with that mainstream Uh, avenue, it's because that there's so much of a thirst for something that's true and real. Um, It's just that, you know, the marketing dollars aren't there. It seems so loud on the other side, because they have the megaphones, they have the avenues to say, here's the latest and greatest thing. Here's the new movie, here's the new hit song. And we've been spoon fed that for so long that it's become boring you know it doesn't mean anything anymore and so people are longing for um to uh, connection with art again and i don't know what's happening you know uh, as with the with music i just know something new there's a new path that's being made and it's not really even about the genre itself because like i said there's there's rap and there's gospel and singer-songwriter um it's, it's covering a wide variety of, of genres musically. But this new thing that's being made, I think, is about the feeling and who's making it and, um, and the substance of the message. And that's what really matters. Because you're seeing a lot of people, particularly with like the rap music genre, saying, I don't really listen to rap, but I love what you're saying. And I get that a lot, too. I don't really listen to singer-songwriter stuff, but I love what you're saying. And I think that that's what matters. I think that's what's going to change things moving forward. That's the the new path.
0: I, I think so, too. Messaging is everything. And, um, you know, people look to music to have that personal connection and for artists to understand the the emotions and the heartache and the feelings of, of where someone individually is coming from. People want to connect with their music in that way. And. Um, I think that's important. Do you think that it is a necessity that artists like yourself and anyone else we've mentioned stay in as an independent, or do you think that there is a need for a record label or a you know music agency to pop up that is you know helping you all um, push forward and have, being an alternative to the current record labels that we have?
1: It's actually a really great and relevant question because um, so I've been independent my entire career and there's a lot of tools that artists have now to stay independent. Um, but there's a there's a new record label out now that actually released and uh, partnered with this new record label for the new single Ain't No Rock and Roll. And that record label is called Based Records. It's actually B-A-S-T-E. And um their new record label that is looking for artists that are speaking out you know and their 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 hearts are in it and they you know want to change culture and so um and i think that there are a lot of artists out there um you know that might not have their footing on the independent scene or might need that help um getting out there so um it's great to have that option out there now you know the fact that you know once again this record label that did not exist three years ago now exists tells you a lot i mean there's so much happening on the music front i've been to austria and the uk in the last year and i was there was a three-day music festival in the uk that was all freedom-minded um you know truth-minded musicians and speakers three days of that and um You know that's what that that, there's something new happening that's really exciting and and it gives me a lot of hope about our future and culture you know is gonna it's it's how it's what crafts are every day you know I can't imagine the last three years without any music behind it you know if 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 Jimmy wasn't putting out his music or Bryson or the the defiant hadn't come together you know, that would feel so dead. So now we have this opportunity to not just call out um, the enemy, but also bring messages of hope and, you know, put God into the lyrics again and things like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling, but I get excited about um, what's happening.
0: Well, that's so exciting. I think there's so many of us, like myself included, that you know want that foundation of god back in the music without having to go to the christian rock radio station i mean obviously the i love my christian my local christian rock radio station but i want that back in my you know popular music too and also to have these festivals like you're talking about popping up i mean we had we used to have like Things like South by Southwest, where, uh, you know, they were independent artists and filmmakers coming together. Now it's just a bunch of politicians going there and running the show. And so it's good. We need more things like this that um, that are out there. What is your what is your number one thing that we as consumers um, can be and should be doing to seek out good and truthful music?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, as soon as you find one you know and you go oh i didn't know they existed um look into them and you know really get behind these projects i mean not just music but like y'all's documentary and everything um support them because it's really a voting with your dollar situation and you'll see the paradigm shift once more when um you know the industry realizes they don't you know they need to put out things of substance and then you'll sort of start to see that happened but um yeah i think a lot of you know a lot of artists like me are, are communicating back and forth with the, the listeners it's not just you know there's there's not a separation there where it's like taylor swift is over here and you'll never get to ask her a question because you're down here it's like we're all on the same page and we're working towards something together so if if you find an artist that you like say hey are there any more like you start to discover and go down that sort of uh alternative music uh, rabbit hole and try to find those i often you know i try to share them on on twitter or post little lists of people that you should follow and just help get it out there too we all have a platform in our own way now with social media so if you discover a song you like or or a video or you know it's one of the reasons we share memes so much it's like you have this little platform to sort of say what you want to say now through art so um, just make sure you share it, and if you can, um, you know, pick up a copy of whatever it is, uh, CD or a DVD or, or whatever, or show up to the show up to the film premiere, right?
0: <laughs> yep, that's right. Yes, you're so right. Support these causes, and um, before I let you go here and we wrap up the show, one more time. What is the uh, children's based music that you are creating? Because I myself, as a mom, um, also would love some great music for kids that isn't annoying myself yeah. to listen to
1: yeah so that project was called the juice box jukebox and if you go to the juicebox jukebox.com um you'll see the uh music's up there all the videos are on youtube um you know there's songs about being about kindness gratitude um you know there were songs I kind of just wrote for my kids elementary age kind of stuff but even if you're not you know count learning how to count by twos which is one of my songs like you can still enjoy the melody of it and it's it's written from a songwriters you know sort of perspective of, of let's write a good song with this substance in there but um, but yeah that's what it is I'm really proud of that project and um, you know, I, I had my kids involved in it and their voice, they're a little older now, Aww. so their voices are, are um, you know, forever embedded in the songs as, as little kids. So I love to listen to it and listen back to it. But yeah, check that out for sure.
0: That is so precious. That is so precious. And people, if they want to support and purchase your new single, Ain't No Rock and Roll, where can they do so?
1: so check out 5timesaugust.com we've got records and cds and um, all the links to the digital platforms there and you can um, join the mailing list there which is really important in case i get booted off of the social media platforms for speaking my mind but um all the links are there you can find it on apple music and amazon and spotify and uh and I, I do encourage you know that's another thing is is to pick up a physical copy because if it you know in the digital landscape we don't know what can happen so um, if in the event my music does get pulled from a platform which has happened um, you at least have a, a CD or a record or something like that.
0: That is so important. We need to continue to preserve those physical copies of of things, including the Bible. Who knows what they'll change in our apps and mm-hmm. all those different things. So, Brad, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for your devotion to helping others and to this film. And for taking time to join us on November 9th in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you can meet Brad there at our premiere event. You can also hear him perform the song Fight for You that is in our upcoming documentary Shot Dead. It's a movie they do not want you to see. It's premiering on November 9th, shotdead.org to purchase tickets or to learn more. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at WeThePatriotsUSA.org, so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson presented by We the Patriots USA. We the Patriots USA does not endorse or recommend any product or service advertised on this program. We the Patriots USA is not a health care provider and cannot provide medical advice or treatment.